This is a work of fiction. Names, characters, businesses, places, events, and incidents are products of the author's imagination. Any resemblance to actual persons, living or dead, or actual events is purely coincidental. This is Infernum County, Chapter 1. What happened to Emily Moore? Any development? Only a few tremors here and there, but the public is chalking it up to the lay of the land. With this amount of activity in the area, we don't fully know what to make of all of this. Infernum County has never been a place on our radar. What are we supposed to do? Your job. Keep me posted. Ah, there you are. Uh, Dr. Phil Wynn? As much as he could. Still working on the origin of the activity. The kid saying things since you brought him in? Just questions. He was erratic when we picked him up. Calmed down once we got to the base. He's been twiddling his thumbs since then. Hmm. I'm going in. Don't get up, Mr. Wilson. My name is USSD Special Agent John Smith. I know who you are. The government, right? Trying to figure out the blackout? Exactly. Tell me about yesterday. I understand you had hurried back home at the time of the blackout. Your father told us you came home sweating and talking about a ritual. Mr. Wilson, Chiron's Hill and its residents, you, your parents, and anyone you are close with could be in danger because of what happened. I need your help in understanding why an entire county is out of power. We're in the middle of Alaska. We lose power all the time. Not like this. After the blackout, we picked up heavy seismic activity around the area. Your town and the remainder of Infernum County all lost power at the exact same time. This kind of activity is unnatural for this region. Please, Jeremy, help me help your family. It happened at the church, uh, Last Savior's Church. It's an old rundown church that closed in the 60s. What were you doing there? In Infernal County, Sharon's Hill is the smallest town. We have no crime, no violence, besides the occasional drunk altercation at Main Street Tavern. The hill was established back in 1960, and all this time there was only one missing persons case. Who? Emily Moore. This is Jeremy Wilson's log, 22A, February 21st, 2021. It has been almost a month since I started investigating the Emily Moore disappearance. Dr. Clarice and Thomas Moore. Emily was a small town girl who was a straight A student and went to church every Sunday. She seemed to be loved by everyone she encountered, but no one seems to care that she's still gone. Intercutting the Klapkens interview and Miss Deborah Watts interview now. Mr. and Mrs. Klapken, Mr. and Mrs. Klapken, do you have a moment to talk? Sorry, Jeremy, we have Of course, Jeremy, what can we help you with? I was wondering if I could ask you a few questions um, about Emily Moore. Oh, such a sweet girl. I remember.
remember she used to sing so lovely in the choir during Sunday service. She had the most beautiful voice. Alice, we really have to get going. Oh, stop it, Bart. What do you want to know about her, sweetie? Miss Clapkin, you remember she's still missing, right? Missing? Since when? Since 1982, Miss Clapcam. That's impossible. I thought she had moved away. We really have to get going, Jeremy. Did you know that, Bart? Uh, Jeremy, you have your facts wrong. She moved away. Moved away? Now, Miss Watts. Uh, hey, Miss Watts, uh, do you have a moment to talk? I have to be inside in a bit. Can we talk later? It'll only take a second. Fine, but make it quick. Do you remember Emily Moore? I think she went to school with you. Yeah, <laughs> I remember her. She left right before she was about to graduate. What happened to her? I heard she moved away. Why would she do that? Probably to get away from her dad. He was extremely strict. He only allowed her to go to school, go to church, and go home. She didn't talk to anyone. She just stayed silent most of the time with me in class. The only person she talked to was Tommy Denton. I really have to go. I can't be late. Miss Watts, wait. If everyone thinks she moved, why are there still missing posters of her? Her mom, she put those up. She did that after Emily left. Where's Emily's mom now? Did you ever find the mother? Yes, but she comes in later. Who'd you go see next? Why do you want to hear about all this? This information helps me understand the origin of events. Why you ended up at the church and what happened there. Where'd you go next? Main Street Tavern. That's where Tommy Denton and the rest of the Lakeview dredge workers go after their ships. I know we don't ID, but you kids are getting brave if y'all walk in during worker hours. Not here to have a drink. Do you know where Tommy Denton is? He's at the end of the bar. Mr. Denton? Hmm? My name is Jeremy Wilson. I was hoping to ask you about Emily Moore. What about her? She's missing, and I was hoping you could help me understand where she could be. <laughs> She's not missing. She ran away from that insane dad of hers. Either way, Deborah Watts said you two were close? As close as you could be with her. She drove a lot of people away from her whenever they got too close. Why? Her dad. One day, I tried to walk Emily home. She kept telling me that I didn't have to, but I liked her. We're walking up her street and she stops me, saying that if her dad caught her with some boy, she'd be in trouble. I started chatting her up then and there until her dad comes storming out of her house, yelling at me to get off his property and screaming for her to get inside. Whoa, uh, what happened next? I got out of there as fast as I could. The next day at school, Emily... Wouldn't even look at my way. From that point on, though, he only allowed uh, allowed the pastor's kid to be with her. The pastor's kid? Yeah, Trevor Jones. 
He was Father Jones's kid and basically grew up in that church. The priest was pretty crazy, preaching his head off that people like me would end up in hell. <laughs> Little to find out that I would eventually be in hell stuck here. Thank you, Mr. Denton. I appreciate this. Can I give you some advice, Jeremy? <coughs> Get out of here. Not just Chiron's Hill, but the whole dang county. Get on a plane, catch a ferry, even try to make a trek out to Anchorage. This place will trap you here and keep you here. Thank you again, Mr. Denton. Not to be added to the notes, but just as a reflection. What Tommy said made sense. This place does have a pull to it. At times when I think about leaving, I just stop in my tracks. I don't know what else to do out here. I don't want to be here when I'm ready to start life. Maybe after all this is said and done, I could take his advice and get the hell out of Invernal County. Go out and be a police officer. Do all this for a reason. No matter if no one is looking for her, I have to find Emily. If I do, maybe I can go see her mother again and give her some sort of closure. The next thing I did was go to the home of Father Trevor Jones. He occasionally holds small sermons at his house and goes to the old folks' home to give them the last rites. That old folks' home is where I would later interview Miss Claire Moore, Emily's mother. Now playing my interview with Father Trevor Jones. Yes? Hi, Father Jones. My name is Jeremy Wilson. I think my mom used to visit you a few years ago. Oh, yes, you must forgive me. It has been a while. Please, please do come in. Are you sure, sir? I don't want to intrude. No, it's fine. Please. My legs don't work well in the cold anyway. You might as well come in. Excuse the mess. I usually have mass in here for those who come by. Please, take a seat. So, <clears throat> what can I help you with? I was wondering if you could tell me about Emily Moore. Hmm. It has been a while since I've heard that name. Why do you ask about Emily? No reason. I've just been looking into rumors about her running away from home. Yes, poor thing. She was very troubled when my father took her in. Troubled? First it was the bottle, and then the needle. I pleaded for her to stop, but she never did. I had hoped that the day before she left, my father would have gotten to her, but she was gone. He soon passed after that. God rest his soul. He had thought he had failed her, and with that, couldn't go on. I can't believe Emily was like that. It's the sad truth. It's the sad truth, my son. God, he can save most, but only if they truly want to be saved. I had heard from Tommy Denton that her father was very demanding. Do you think that that's why she started acting up? Tommy Denton is your source? I'm sorry to say this, Jeremy, but you're getting your information from a drunk woodworker. Emily's father was trying to do what was best for her. He encouraged her to go to church every Sunday. 
sing in the choir. If ever there was a chance for her to be better, he was the one that pushed her to do so. It wasn't until she started skipping school that he had to hold a tighter ship. This doesn't make any sense. Everyone says that she was so kind and diligent, star student and all. Everyone? Who else have you talked to? Just talk at the town, Father. Really should be going. I don't want to be home late. Good. Night comes fast around here. Don't want you to get lost. Right. Um, thank you again, Father Jones. I can see my way out. Oh, and tell Sheriff Wilson I said hello. Thank you again for answering my questions. God protect you, my son. You, you too, sir. This is where the information didn't line up. All the tapes before this had shown Emily to be a teenage girl with a future ahead. And this interview happened and now the story is different. I have to assume that Father Jones is trying to hide something. All that's left is to talk to one other person. Now playing with my interview, Clarice Moore. Hi, I'm here to see if there's a Clarice Moore living here. Are you a family member or friend? I uh, knew her daughter, Emily. Sign this visitation sheet. She's down the hall, third door on your right. Thank you. Miss Moore, my name is Jeremy Wilson. I'm here to ask you a couple questions. It's about your daughter, Emily. Emily? Emily? Miss Moore, calm down. Emily isn't here. I'm just here to ask about what happened to her. They took her. I tried to stop them, but they, they took her. Who took her, Miss Moore? Who took Emily? The hooded men. They came into our home and took Emily. What about your husband? He was with them. The last saviors, he was with them. What did you do to her? Nurse! What happened to her? We were just talking. They have her! They have her! She was taken! The church! The church! Get out of here! She just kept screaming as I left. The look on her face was afraid. The nurse told me that she had been catatonic since she was admitted. Just hearing Emily's name must have triggered some memory. Of the people who took Emily? Um, what she was saying, the church, didn't make sense to me at first. The only church we have in town is Father Jones' home chapel. It wasn't until I played the tape back and I hear her say, The last saviors. Chiron's Hill only had one church back when Emily went missing. The last saviors church. Whoever took her however many there were, must have taken her there. Didn't you look into the church whenever you started your investigation? I didn't think anything of it. It wasn't until that day that the church itself became a place of interest to me. Pretty shoddy investigating, if you ask me. <laughs> There's another thing. Whenever I signed myself in on the visitation sheet, I saw that someone else had signed in multiple times before me. Who? Thomas Moore. Emily's father. He had not been since Emily went missing. People thought he went after her. So where'd you go next? The church? Yeah. What happened there? I don't fully know. 
With all the information and interviews logged, I am now caught up and ready to go to Last Savior's Church. I have my phone with me, as well as my flashlight and both my recorders just in case. I hope to document and take notes of everything I see. If I see Thomas more, then I will immediately call my dad, the sheriff, and hope everything goes quietly. I'll give them all my notes and hope that it's enough to incriminate Mr. Moore, or at least to have him confess to where Emily is. This is it. No turning back now. I am walking up the road and see the church grounds. There are a lot of cars in the driveway of the church. I don't recognize any of them. What is going on here? I'm uh, walking up to the church, but I don't see anyone inside. I'm going in. It looks like this place hasn't been touched in decades. There are some tracks leading to the back of the church. Serge tenebris It's Father Jones. Dark One, we call upon you. Show us the way so that we may open the gates. The cycle has ended. We must have our sacrifice so that we can present anew. The link must be made. To give and be given. He's painting the circle on the wall with his the own blood. Has been marked. The link shall be made. We call to you, Dark One. Establish the link. We done it! We can ascend into the Dark One's Legion! Don't! The idiot. The portal is not ready. We have our first gate opened. The rest will follow. What about the girl? She is of no use to us now. Dispose of her. Who is that? Ow! Sir! The portal! Once the portal closed, all the lights in the basement just burst. I took off running before any of them could see me. I ran all the way to the main street before I noticed all the lights were out. I ran back home to check on my dad, but he was just confused, laying on the couch. Hmm. And that's when the story ends. Well, yeah. 
Thank you, Mr. Wilson. The information you've given me is vital to the investigation of the activity going on in the county. Your family has been relocated to Anchorage to keep them safe. If anything changes, we will let you know. You, however, will be held here in case we need to ask you more questions. Thank you. Wait, I, I did some research on the symbol that the Colt was wearing. It's something called the Leviathan Cross. We'll be in touch, Mr. Wilson. Executive producers are Marcus Gutierrez, Liliana Juantes, Michael Dean Marbach, and Adkin Ryams. Written and directed by Marcus Gutierrez. Co-director, Michael Dean Marbach. Editor, Liliana Juantes. And social media manager, Adkin Ryams. This has been Inferno County. Main title song provided by Unique Officials, Art of Silence. 